Thank you for tuning into a walk on O Block. I'm Cameron, your host, and your and my co-host, <laughs> David. We starting off strong. Starting off strong. <laughs> we had a game last week against Rutgers, and it looked kind of ugly. So we're gonna dive into it. Talk about the highs and the lows, more lows than highs, and we're just gonna get right into it. Before we do that, let's roll the intro. All right, so against Rutgers, obviously, ugly game. Yeah. And I think my first point of contact is going to be Kyle McCord, as, as it is every week. But, you know, typically most weeks, Kyle McCord, when I say he's like the first point of reference, typically in the past, he's played kind of decent. This yeah. game, he just looked awful. And, I mean, we still came away with a win, which I'm thankful for, but it should not have been that close. So, I mean, what what are your first thoughts on Kyle and uh, the offense? Um, I thought there was a week this um, season where I thought he played really well, the Purdue week, where he played like a like an Ohio State quarterback. I thought he played great. Mm. Mm. Uh, I think there has been games throughout this season where he's needed to improve. Um, he's had some ups and he's had some downs. Um, and then I think the past two weeks he's had just bad games. Um, yeah. And, you know, it's funny. I think Rutgers is actually a good team. Um, and, you, you know, you still ended up, you know, 35-16, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah. um, you know, the final scoreboard, um, you know, doesn't really show, you know, definitely what we saw in, in the first half. Um, you know, he had a bad game. I think there's some reasons. Uh, you know, I think Rutgers was, you know, they're sitting back all day in a cover two. Got to run them out of it. Got to stay patient. Um, and so I think um, that, you know, that definitely played a hand in it. Um, and why we did, we, you know, definitely, definitely why we didn't see so many explosives from the uh, passing offense. But I also just think he didn't play too well. And um, I think, you know, we'll talk about it, but I think there are some, some serious problems um, that need serious improvement, um, especially when we start to get into Thanksgiving weekend. Right. And I mean, if you look at the box score, it, I mean, he had three touchdowns, one pick, and he was 19 for 26. So his percentage was good. Box score, it was good. But if you watch the game, it was just not, not what we needed to see out of Kyle. And you talk about the Purdue week, he played really good that week. And also, that was the game that if he would have played bad, we could have made an excuse for him saying, well, the elements. Yeah. But, but he fought through the elements. And so now you go into, and so, actually, you also got to think now. Now that I'm thinking about it, do you think he was too close to home? Yeah, I mean that that definitely could have played a part in it. You know, he said they they, they said he grew up rooting for Rutgers, and uh, his dad played there. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yours truly was born in New Brunswick, where's uh, where Rutgers is at. So I feel yeah. him on that. I thought but, no, 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 no. Rutgers is in Piscataway, ain't it? No, Rutgers is in New Brunswick, New Jersey. Bet on that. A hundred. <laughs> How much you want to put on it? Because I'll be I'm gonna get you for a hundred. Hold on, hold on, on hold, live on, hold, television. On, hold, on, hold on, on, wait, wait, wait. How much you want to put on it before you look it up? I'm not gonna put no money on it. <laughs> Come on. I just what I just Google really... search did you just say. Hold on, I'm about to pull it up. Ah. Uh so it well, it depends on which campus you go to. There's one in New Brunswick, there's one in Camden. No, I'm playing. It's a new Stop playing with <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right it's a it's a new you got it you got it you got it it's a new yeah, 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 yeah. 
fault. Just some Jersey boy stuff. You know what I'm saying? Nothing, nothing, you, nothing you know about. Nothing, nothing you know about. Yeah, my fault, OG. I'm from a little up north. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, but anyway, I feel him on it. But yeah, I mean, it could have been a little, a little bit of that. Um, I, I, I don't know. Um, the pig made me nervous. Was it a good one? Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was so funny. If you watch the broadcast, first thing I noticed immediately, like normally you'll see Ryan Day like going crazy on the sideline. And like Kyle walks over to Ryan and he doesn't say a word. He's just staring at him, like waiting for like an explanation. Like, what do you what what are we doing here? Is what is what is what his face said. So um another week of not taking care of the ball. And that's mm-hmm. I mean that that that's 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 step one. We have to take care of the ball and put our defense in better situations. Uh, because that's the star of the show, and we'll get to it. Right. And you look at Marvin, it, it, I don't even want to say that Marvin was locked up all game. I mean, he still had two tugs, and he 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 only had four catches in twenty five yards. But I wouldn't say he was locked up in a sense of there was one guy who was just like not letting him get open. No, I mean it was it was definitely by design. Um, and you know he, he it, it's it's not like he was getting overly targeted either. I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? So um, it, it was definitely by design. Um, you know, Rutgers was definitely trying to um, keep Ohio State, you know, small chunks, make Ohio State march down the field. Um, and, you know, when Marvin's down the field, um, you know, he's he's getting the majority of the coverage attention. Um, and so that's when we, you know, kind of expect the Kyle to be better because, you know, statistics don't don't bear it out. But I think no matter when Marvin's on the field, he's making a huge effect on the game. You know what right, I mean? Right. I'd say. And one of the, by the way, one of those touchdowns that he had was just <laughs> ridiculous. Like the head, top. Man. the head top. Yeah. The head top. Yep. Yeah. yeah. He yeah, just yeah. does things every game. You're <laughs> just like, dog. And, you know, I think also quick side note before I forget, I think that's one of those things just talking about Marvin where, you know, you, I, I take a, a little bit every week to be like, yo, like this isn't normal. And just, just be appreciative. You know, you have, you have, certain players that come along that you just really want to be appreciative while you got them. Right. Um, and, and, and he's one of those guys. Yeah, for sure. And his dad was in the stands and you know, his, his, they, they panned a picture or a video or whatever to his dad and his dad just sitting alone, hoodie on, don't want to be bothered watching his son critiquing. <laughs> and you know, that's what you like to see because, you know, obviously anybody can say, well, Mars, the best receiver nation. He don't really need coaching like that, you know, on this level per se, but his dad says otherwise. And I love that. And so I think that, you know, him going into the league, you know, obviously his dad, one of the, you know, best receivers ever played a game. And so he's going in with that mindset of like, nah, I'm not, I'm not good enough. I still got a long way to go. Even though he's like, even though he's a certified dog. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Mars that guy. He is. And, you know, I'm glad that, um, you know, going back to the common court, I'm glad that, you know, we didn't have to, solely rely on him you know Travion is like I said last week he was back in full effect and this week he just showed it again 100, 128 yards on the ground and then he was also the leading receiver 80 yards through the air and it's just he's just solidifying himself as the continuous number one back and saying like there's again there's no question that anybody else should be getting you know the load of the carries you know no. unless it's due to injury no the only the only question, Travion, he he's not he's not competing for best back in Ohio State. He's competing for best back in America. Yeah. So I, I don't think I think the only thing that's held him back has been health. Um, 
Mm-hmm. And so when, when he's healthy and, 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 and he, and he's looking good, you know, our offense is just different. Facts. Facts. Um, and I, I kind of want to jump over here real quick. Cause it's just like stern. You go into halftime down nine to six. And when you look at where the teams are at halftime, you realize that Rutgers doesn't have a single pass yard <laughs> going into halftime. Yeah, and then they have they have the lead nine to six. Yeah. Nah, and I'm nah. just like, nah. what's going on? Yeah. I yeah. mean, they like the the starting running back for Rutgers, he had a day. I mean, he he made the Ohio State defense look like Swiss cheese, like molded Swiss cheese. <laughs> like it was bad. It was yeah, bad. I mean, uh, just, Ohio State was getting really dinged up, though. I'm sure we'll talk about it, but you know, there's a lot of guys who left the field. Um, it's been a number of weeks now of just physical football, and and I mean, th- this Rutgers team they they didn't look bad. They're a physical team. Oh, they I mean, they were six and five and two, six and two. I mean, they, they were, were a good team. Going, they were six and two going into it. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, yeah. they're they're a good team. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, they were definitely running it down. Um, and you know, we 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 knew what they were gonna do. We knew they were gonna run the ball. I'm not gonna lie. There was one pass in the first half where a receiver was running, come on, butt naked wide open. Oh, I'm talking about that was on uh, the double move on Jordan Hancock. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. and it was wide open. QB just missed he him. Just missed him. Yeah, missed him. Um, that that quarterback was so unsettled in that first half. Um, kind of settled into the game second half, but it, it felt like it was too little, too late at that point. Um, yeah. but Rutgers definitely did a good job um, running the ball. But I think once again, uh, Ohio State throughout the game did a good job of, you know, bending and, and, and not breaking. You know, they were in the Pause. red zone. Pause. Uh, you know, they, they were in the red zone four times, three times. They were, in, was? They were Rutgers was in the – they were within the 10-yard line. I know three times. Yeah, three and that's, where the, that's where the nine points came from, yeah. Yeah, three field goals. And yeah. then, you know, that's where nine points came from. Seven of those points came from dear old Kyle McCourt. Um you know, so uh, I, I I think, you know, th- when they're getting into the end zone, they're really buckling down. And it really goes to their philosophy of just not giving up big plays, I think. Um, and while that can lead to some frustrating games sometimes, um, I remember watching Notre Dame and, you know, we we're playing like the soft zone and that was really, really frustrating me. <clears throat> but when I think about, you know, that in, in, in conjunction with last year, <laughs> just getting dinged over the top. Which is yeah. just, just passing bombs, run, r- running the ball. No running backs not getting touched for seventy yards. Um, this this is night and day better. And you know they, the defense really forces our offense to beat them and go down the field and beat them. And um, you know I'm re- I'm really starting to appreciate them as well. Yeah, and Lathan Ransom was out. Obviously, what did you think of the secondary as a whole? Um, now that one of their star leaders wasn't playing. Yeah, um, I mean Jordan Jordan Hancock, uh, unsung hero for that for that secondary. He's yeah, he goes wherever is needed. When Denzel was hurt, he went outside. When you know now Lathan's here, he backed up and 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 went to the safety spot. You know we know he's been playing nickel, so he's been whenever wherever the the defense need or yeah wherever the defense needs him. Um, and then you have him, and then they just fitted Sonny Styles right in there as well. Um, I think we have a lot of depth in our secondary. I I would love to have Lathan back by the game, and I hope we do, because um, I do think he's our he's our best option there at that safety spot. But I do think you know zone 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 five like we're starting to come back. Like this this is a really like deep deep secondary, mm-hmm. you know, true, true freshman, 
uh, Malik Harford and, and and Jermaine Matthews coming in and they're they're making plays. And um, so while while I do think you know we we do miss Lathan and and you know Josh got hurt last week, we saw some of that as well. Uh, we we definitely miss those veteran safeties. I, I do think we do have a lot of depth in these young boys. Oh, for sure, for sure. And I'm glad that well it, on the on the play that Josh Proctor got hurt and he had that what looks to be what looked to be a concussion. He knocked himself out. He, he knocked himself out, and he he could have just he could have picked the ball. <laughs> like I mean, if you watch the replay, he could have picked the ball, and he just went after the dude and got hit just the right way and was sleep on the field. Yeah. Um, thankfully, Jordan Hancock took that back to the cribbo um, and gave us some momentum mm-hmm. because that drive, I was just like, yo, like, what are, what are we doing? Like, they're just driving, 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 driving. And it's like we couldn't we couldn't stop a nosebleed uh, as far as like the run game. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, at the past game, I think the other quarterback, he only finished with like 100 some odd yards, 129 yards. Um, but like a lot of garbage time yards in that, a lot of yeah. And the common court only finished with 189, mm-hmm. so you can a lot of gar- in a gar- in a garbage time touchdown, too. Let's not get let's not get let him off the rope either, right? Right? So, this is this is what week I think we say week three where we've been on Kyle McCord like heavy saying, like, yo, like we ain't really seeing what we need to see, yeah. Week, week two of him being just straight up dookie. But yeah, like, uh, well, I'm not gonna say straight up Dookie. We we came into just not playing well. Yeah, and just, just yeah. In a, in a sense of, in a sense of, we know what Kyle McCourt can do, and he's not really doing that. Not not just saying like he's just outright a bad quarterback, but he's nah. just not playing up to his ability. Yeah, and especially with the talent around him. I think um, like when 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 we see him like set his feet right get his feet right um you you know and get and get time to throw i think we've seen like some really really good throws and some 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 big big time throws and big big time plays from him um but to me that that's what makes it more frustrating you know um i think he sometimes he can just float in the pocket you know get happy feet um you know and you know just not be on in rhythm with the game you know you know you know what i mean yeah um like i'll get i'll give you sometimes i'm watching the bears or anybody watches the bears play football and you know you watch justin fields you know drop back and it's just like so slow and deliberate which is just not on the same timing with the routes and i i I feel like sometimes we're like the opposite where like it's like you know kyle just take your drop normal and then deliver the ball just go through your reads but sometimes i feel like he gets happy feedback there especially as he hit, hits one or two times Right. And then, you know, he can he just has these quarters and and drives of just like missed throws and inaccurate and like bad misses. Just bad misses. Bad misses. Was it the, wasn't it the opening pass? The opening pass, didn't he miss that like really bad over someone's head? The it was G, like a, it was G Scott, right? Yeah, yeah. It was just like it was like, what what are you doing? G Scott had a big drop too. Um huge over the middle. And yeah. I, I it just plays like that on that third down where it's just like deflating for the offense. And, you know, it's like a third down, a missed throw, missed block, drop pass. It's just things that are happening that are just really deflating. And at, at this point, we're starting to get to a little rhythm where we already know what's going to happen. The offense is going to be sputtering all first half. We're going to be frustrated, talking, texting in the group chat. This boy stink. Yeah. And, then, you know, second half, offense figures it out. 
defense still doing their thing. We look at the final scoreboard, we're like, yo, what are we tripping about? But these first halves are like really, really concerning because I think we're all on edge for 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 the game. <laughs> right. Because they got we saw what they did to us last year, and I still get nightmares about it. And if you start out slow against that team, by the next next thing you know, you're going to halftime down 28 nothing. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it's not just going to be a, oh, let's make this one adjustment and, you know, you get to it. It's just going to be a lot more than that. And so, so go, ahead. go ahead. No, I was just going to say it's those matchup games where that, like, I felt like the the, the, the the game last year, we dominated them in, like, the about, like, damn near the whole first half, but really, like, the whole first quarter and then, like, into the second quarter. But you look up at the scoreboard and it's 13-3 or 13, maybe it was 10-3 because of just little mistakes like I keep talking about, like a drop mm. pass, a miss, like things like that, where mm. 10 men are dominating what they have to do, but one mistake and, you know, the drive ends or whatever the case may be. And then, right. you know, we we left the door crack open and then they 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 they, they, they kicked them up open. So, yeah. like, you know what I mean? A couple times. That's why we're kind of like a little, you know, on top of like these things because – you know, we really had to be on our P's and Q's. And if we get opportunities, you know what I mean? If we get open passes, we have to catch them. If we get open receivers, we have to we have to convert that. If we, you know, if 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 a run scheme is, is blocked up properly, we, we gotta we just gotta block our men, you know what I mean? So um that's what I'm seeing from the offense. It feels like a lot of time, a lot of these plays, it's 10 people do what they need to do. That's just one mistake. And that one mistake just blows up the drive. Right, right. And you can make the argument about, oh, like Cade Stover was was hurt. And, you know, that's why it's, the offense isn't flowing as well. But you look at G. G's been there for, what, four or five years. Mm-hmm. And so it should be just plug and play. It shouldn't you be. came in with Jackson. Ja- uh, yeah, 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 yeah. With Jackson so, and Jeff Fleming. He came in as a receiver. Yeah, so he should be able to just kind of go in there and not be a step down from a, a starter, essentially. Like maybe, maybe blocking wise, yeah, uh, I could see why he's a step down from Kate Stover. Definitely different tight ends there. G Scott's more of a move tight end, right? Uh, yes, but he's been at tight end for a smooth minute. For sure. I mean, but you you just have your different type of tight ends. You got your in line tight ends, and you know what I mean. Um, and I, I just may, maybe, but that wasn't the issue, you know. We, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. G, G Scott has been. Um, I mean, when when you think about, it, you think about that penalty from last year <laughs> in the that game. Headbutt, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That ended up. What did I say? Just, just stupid things, stuff. Stupid yeah, things. But, um, you know, he had a big touchdown in that game too, but. I just think also like, yeah, that that's somebody, you know, we, you know, he should be able to step in Kate's shoes and, and be able to fill them. Um, and I don't think he did a terrible job. He didn't. He didn't. I'm not, I'm not saying he just outright like it was really just that one thing he did wrong with the drop yeah. pass. That just kind of that's a big third down. You're wide open over the middle. Yeah. It hit you in both hands. It wasn't a bad throw. I mean, you heard the announcer say, like, oh, he he threw it a little bit in front of him. I was like, uh, he hit him in stride. Yeah, you know, like you know, I got to give Kyle his credit on that one. He put the ball where it needed to be, where he's supposed to. And yeah, and when the ball is there where you need it to be, you got to catch it. 
is sure. no if ands or buts. I mean, we were getting on G, but obviously Marvin had his things um, a couple games ago with the drops, mm-hmm. and you know Julian had his things. If it's not with drops, it's like with routes and you know stuff like that. So uh, everybody's going to have their thing, mm-hmm. you know, and we we can nitpick. We we do typically nitpick like here That's and there, what a lot but of fans do. Uh, yeah, but we just we just really want not necessarily perfect football, but we want execution when we need it. Mm-hmm. You know, on the on those big time downs, and you know, th- you're only as weak as your weakest link, right? So you look at the the offensive side of the ball, who's the weakest link on there? You look at the defensive ball, defensive side of the ball, who's the weakest link on there? I think last year we knew who the weakest link was on defense, like. <laughs> I mean, we had a couple of them, maybe, but like on offense this year, who's the weakest link of the starters, and who who's going to be the guy who has potential to be exposed when it comes to the game, when it comes to the New York, the New Year uh, NY Six Bowls, mm-hmm. and when it comes to the college football playoffs, like, and who who's that guy? And I think when you find that guy, it's got to be like, okay, like we really got to focus on focus on them and you know figure it out right right so um i don't i i don't even know who the weakest link really would be right now on the other side of the ball but other well maybe i do someone maybe someone on the o-line no i mean it, it would have to be kyle to be honest with you well uh well it, the, the if, you're, if you're talking about if you're talking about right now yeah if you're talking about right now but yeah if you're talking the about, line over these last couple weeks have played pretty well they have um, and I mean, we'll see what happens. You know, it's one thing playing well against Rutgers, and you know, what I'm saying because we'll see what happens when they play some NFL players. You know, what I'm saying up there up north. Um, mm-hmm. I think there were some plays where where Penn State got jiggy on them, but you know, Penn State's gonna do that against anybody, I believe. Right. Um, and then you know, we 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 played fairly well that game, but you know, Chop Robinson got hurt that game from Penn State. Yeah, but that played a part in they pass rush as well. But um. You know, I would have to say right now it would would just have to be because he's been the most inconsistent. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. But like he's (laughs) (laughs) but like um, granted that that's a little recency bias because I I think he was pretty consistent to start the year. Um, Who's 71? No, no. Oh, I was about to say six. Um, yeah, he, I was about he, to say seventy one is consistently bad to start the year, and he yeah, ended up growing. Yeah. So. But um, you know, I, I think it, it it would have to be Kyle, and I just think I don't think necessarily like Kyle's like a weak link, and he's a terrible quarterback. I just right, think, right, right. You know, if 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 you put me on, if 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 you ask me to go, I'll, I'll give you this example. If it, I went into the office on Monday, right? If we all in the office ran a forty, I. You know, I got good confidence. I don't want it. There might be a dude who 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 might have got me, but I, I don't think so. I think I got him, right? So I'd be around first or second place. Now, if you put me in that track and field with actual track athletes, I'm going to look like I've never ran in my life. It's going to look goofy. I'm going to look far behind. The example is Kyle, Kyle's running with all these five-star players and all these amazing athletes around him, Travion Henderson, Marvin Harrison Jr., Mecca Abuka, Cade Stover, all these pe- people have claims of to be some of the best in America. And then, you know, it's Kyle McCord. I think it's just, it's, it's, it's really, it, it's just really shown when you have all those, all these, all these great players around you. Yeah. It's, it's like when you go in 
going to lunchroom and all the football teams sits at one table and then you got that one guy on the football team who <laughs> everybody knows but he he don't really sit at the it's table like yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah he is is definitely one of those things but on the same token one could argue it should be like the mac jones effect where he ain't that good but if you put henry ruggs and this dude and that dude around him he looks like an all-star so you you would think that would be the case right Right. Because Mac, Mac Jones got drafted first round, and now what is he doing? I mean, he also got drafted by an incompetent organization. I'm not well, saying I'm not saying they're incompetent when they drafted him. I'm saying they're incompetent for drafting him. But anyway, we'll, oh, we'll, oh, we'll, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> but like other than before, like Mac to to uh, Jalen, there was no Alabama quarterback that had an actual career. That's very true. That's very so true. They they definitely change the game of Alabama quarterbacks. Um, but yeah, before them, it was just, it was unheard of. Mm-hmm. Um, was, uh, the, so the pass, speaking of pass rush, Jack Sawyer is the highest, highest rated DN in the nation right now with over 80% pass rush rate. Um, and, you know, he's still, obviously the D line does its job. We've seen that the entire year. We've seen, JT get pressure. We've seen Jack get pressure. We've seen Ty Leak in the middle blowing up plays. We've seen Mike Hall doing what they had to do. Against Michigan State, I want what I really want is a game where the DBs don't really the DBs are bored. I want the DBs to be bored one game because I want the DNs to really just rack up their stats. And I want I want Tyleek in there, Mike Hall in there. I want JT to get in the backfield. I want Jack to get in the backfield. I want uh, you know A gaps to open up, shoot Tommy in there. You know Cody Simon filling gaps. Like I just really want the DBs to be bored. And I just want because I feel like a, a sack or a tackle for loss is more momentous than just like a pass breakup. So why are you looking at that? Cole, why did you say momentous instead of momentum? Is more momentous. Is that multiple momentums? <laughs> no, that's just talking about momentum in the moment. Like, it's. But I'm not going to. Is it? Or you just I'm made, not, you made that I'm, up? I'm not. No, I. <laughs> no, I didn't. 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 Momentous so is a thing for real? It's, it's more momentous than like. I would if if I'm using the word momentum, I would say I think getting a sack will give the team more momentum than a pass breakup. But I if I'm saying attacker for loss or sack, it's more momentous than a pass breakup. You know what I mean? It's like tomato. No, tomato. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> it's like tomato, tomato, and uh let hold on, let me look it up. No, nah, he definitely just made that up, didn't he? Uh momentous of a decision, event, or change of great importance or significance, especially in its bearing in the future. So important, significant. Oh, so it's a completely different word. I'm just oh no, it is not. No, I'm saying it's a completely different word than momentum. Like it's not related. But well, mom. What I'm you, asking. You're looking no. At just, <laughs> no. Is it a different word? No, it means the same thing. But you could say it. Anyway, bro, I'm I, I'm not fit to do this with you today. No, nah, because like momentum, 
Momentum is the quantity of motion of a moving body. And then momentous is an event or change of great importance or significance. So like really technically now that I'm reading the definition, momentum really isn't. Oh God, <laughs> oh, I knew you was going to say that garb. Listen, a you, quantity you of motion, you load a Madden and you throw three, when you load a Madden and you throw three skis, does it, and your screen shaking, does it say the other team has momentous? No, it does, does it say home field momentous or no, bro. Like, no, bro. Like, <laughs> but, but bro, bro, the quantity of motion of a moving body, and people hey, say you are well, urban dictionary right now, bro. I am on uh Oc no, I am on Oxford languages. What do they know? What do they know? Bro, they they don't they write the dictionary or something? Or that's Webster. <laughs> I think I I think you're thinking about one of those like chase, you know, to go back to the point. I think you're thinking about like one of those like <laughs> I think you're thinking about like one of those like Chase Young Wisconsin games. You remember that game where he had like four yeah. sacks? He was just feasting yeah. on you. You're talking about like, yeah, like a shark feast. I, I would love that. That would just require a team. Like I feel like we played a lot of teams who are who are very concerned. Like they know what they're walking into. And especially Rutgers, right? Rutgers, like they're gonna run the ball. If the play clock is not within 10 seconds, they're not snapping a ball. Like you don't even gotta worry about it as a defense. Like you could make it do whatever you need to do. If the play clock is not within 10 seconds, they're not snapping the ball. Yeah. Um, on, on defense, they're in the back, they're playing cover two, they're trying to condense the game as much as possible, right? Reduce yeah. the amount of possessions. Yeah. I think it's tough in those type of games for, you know, edge rushers and, uh, and, you know, penetrating DIs to really get to, 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 to really get numbers um, because the offense is built to stay on schedule. It's not built to throw down field. The offenses that we've been going up against, I mean, even Penn right. State, even Penn State, right? Penn State was scared to throw the ball down the field. So, I just think we've been playing a lot of offenses that have been um, extremely conservative, yeah, extremely nervous, and that doesn't that doesn't give way to um, that 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 doesn't give it way to, to to defensive lineman stats. You know what I mean? Like like those, for example, all, all those Eagles pass rushers when they start getting those sacks in like the first, fourth quarter, right? When teams start throwing the ball down and whatnot. But I feel like that doesn't even like you know what I mean? Like teams don't really. It's like they, they they we don't have a lot of teams that come I feel like come play to win as far as in an aggressive manner, you know. Yeah. So that's um, that's true. I think like if we were to go down the line and we were to see like uh I think the team up north, I think they're gonna try us a lot more in the air than they did in the previous two years. I think this is yeah. a completely different team. Um mm -hmm. a completely different team than the last two we've seen. So I think we're that that um, obviously you're going to be running into a to a, a a great offensive line there. I think if you go down the line, if we run into you know Michael Penix and them boys in Washington, I think you know that that that'll be time for them boys to really pin their ears back. There's a couple more offenses I could think of, but it's really tough for those those guys when 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 we're not playing offenses that are attacking us down the field. Yeah, because you look at the time of possession. Time of possession this past week, they had the ball thirty-five minutes. We only had a twenty-four. Yeah. So yeah, anytime and it's it's going to be the same thing against Michigan State. They're going to slow the game down. You know, they're going to try to keep the ball as long as they can, so we don't get the ball. You know, ideally though, you would want us to win time of possession, especially considering 
Ruckers was in cover two and was asking us to run the ball, you know. So I think we sh- you would you would like us to win the time of possession. And, you know, I'm I'm not sure exactly what our third down percentage was um, for my brain calculation. It wasn't very good. 50 percent, six for 12. Yeah. So that 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 contributes to that time of possession. Right. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. So uh, I think. This upcoming week it is Michigan State. This upcoming week, I'm not tripping, right? No, it is. It is. It is. It's, um, it's Michigan State, and then, and then it's the game. Mm. The game. So we get we get our first first taste of an up north team, and hopefully. Mm-hmm. And so I said last week that I wanted Rutgers to be like a uh, like a like a tune up game, and it really wasn't. It was just a game where they just kind of pissed for me our off. Lives, the first. Day. Yeah. 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 So. But this game against Michigan State, they they fired the head coach. Mel Tucker's out, so it's like I feel like they're just, they're trying to figure things out for the rest of the year. Yeah, and you know they don't have their dynamic receiver in Jaden Reed anymore. He went to the league last year, and he's with Green Bay. Mm-hmm. You know they right now they have a two uh, percent chance of winning the game, which is nice. They're starting quarterback. Starting quarterback has six touchdowns and six interceptions on the year. Um, they do have a running back that can run the ball pretty well. He has almost 700 yards on the season. But I think our front seven is going to be – our front seven is definitely capable of containing him. And they, But they were also capable of containing last week, and they, he ran for 160. So <laughs> I, I think it just depends on which, which defense comes to play this upcoming week. Yeah. And I think we're going to be fine to the air. And then it's just a matter of how how well is our offense going to mesh together and work down the field, put points on the board. And we can't have little mistakes, can't have drops, can't have stupid incompletions, stupid turnovers. Um, we got to throw it to the open guy. There was a couple times Kyle McCord just completely missed open receivers. And I think – I don't know if it was because, like, he didn't want to throw an interception or he kind of lost confidence, confidence in himself, but – I just want us to go into this game not not completely disregarding because this is still the Big Ten, so any given Saturday, anything can happen. Yeah. But just go into this game like, all right, this is the game where we need to prove to ourselves, to Team Up North, to Michigan State, to the CFB playoff committee, to the AP polls that, like, we're not only number one in a college football playoff, but we should be number one in the AP as well. Yeah. And um, so. um, I that did offensively, I would definitely like to see us air it out. Um, yeah, I would. I would honestly like to see the mentality of you know, give a damn what they're in. We're 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 throwing yeah. the ball, you know what I mean, and we're throwing the ball down the field. Um, I expect to see a lot of things from our offense as far as the play selection. I think Ryan's going to try to put all the things he's just going to try to put everything he can on film to give those boys uh, in the same, in the same state, uh, you know, as much as he can on film. Um, And so I also do think there's going to be a lot of that dynamic of, you know, he's either going to throw like a lot, (laughs) a lot, a lot on, on, on the film. And we're going to see like sweeps and, and double passes and options and RPOs and, and, and all sorts of things. Or it's going to be very vanilla, and we're not putting anything on tape, and we're you know we're getting ready for next week. 
But I think especially with everything that's going on as far as the scandal and everything, I think it's definitely going to be interesting to see how the coaching staff uh, decides to play call and decides to kind of play the game. Because I don't care what they say over there. I already know. We all say you play week to week. But, boy, this this year is just different with everything yeah. that's been going on. It's yeah. tough. It's tough. Granted, we have to play the game, of course. Of course. Yeah, yeah. You have yeah. to play and you have to win the game. I understand that. But it's like, like Urban Meyer said, it's always right here. It doesn't matter what week it is. It's always right here in the back of your mind. Mm-hmm. So I, I just wonder. It's going to be interesting to see. While I want to see them throw it all around the yard and 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 you know pass it and 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 you know do all types of things, I want to see them spread out, um, get getting to a you know quick shotguns, quick snaps, and things like that. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if Ryan feels the same way or if he's just like you know we're just going to keep it vanilla and we can win strictly off talent and then go into next week and really doll it up them. So yeah, and you know that could go one of two ways. I don't really love incorporating new things into big games so like if you haven't consistently run it then it shouldn't be incorporated against something a team like that what do you think about like uh for example i agree with that what, what do you think about like the devin brown um package I, I think there's a chance we could see it this week apparently he's been he's been practicing um but if he doesn't play if he doesn't um if, if, he, if he's ruled out this week I know for certain he'll he'll play um or he'll be he'll be eligible to play. He'll be healthy to play in the game. Because mm-hmm. he was a he was a game time decision last week. Mm-hmm. So if he if he doesn't play this week, then we already know what it is. Mm-hmm. But do you think we're gonna be seeing any of that this week? So I mean, I, I don't know. And I, I just think that we we had the package and you know a couple of games ago where he got hurt. And so now it's like, do you risk putting that package in? For like he and even though he's clear to play, if he would if he will be clear to play, he's probably only gonna be like 80%, 85%. He's just gonna be good enough to to dress and go in if needed. So do you risk getting him injured again just to you know run that package? Or do you just say, like, hey, we're just gonna rely on on Kyle? Because it's been what is it at this point, two or three weeks since Devin sure. Brown. I think three, uh, three. I think it happened. Was it the? I think it's been three weeks. If I'm not, I, I think three weeks. So three weeks you haven't seen this package, and obviously they're probably running it in practice. But a practice rep and a game rep is totally different. And so it would be, I guess, if you want to incorporate it next week, um, in the game, then. Yeah, run it this week, but not in a situation of like if it's if we're up three points or seven points, like, oh, I just want to see like just just chill and then, <laughs> yeah. and then run it when you you got an opportunity to. Yeah. Um, but you know, against against Team of North, I'm hoping that we don't really need to see a Devin Brown package. And I feel like that package was honestly kind of coming in because like Travion was not all the way there. And yeah. like we had we had Chip and Mayan in the backfield, but it's still it was like kind of questionable at the same time, like with them getting the end zone from short yardage. So now that we got Travion, I mean Travion's breaking off, you know, 10 here, 20 here. Offensive so line's playing better in short yardage as well. Yeah. So hopefully, hopefully we don't need to see that package. You know, I don't absolutely hate it, but I also don't love it. 
Yeah. Uh, so hope I mean hopefully we don't need to see it, but if it does happen, then I mean it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I think um I, I don't know where I stand on it. Um I don't think we've been great in the red zone. Um I you know, we, we turned it over in the red zone two weeks ago, and then this week we were just like, All right, if we get down there, bro, we're running the ball, we're throwing a fade to eighteen. Like that's like, that's all we're doing. And right. so honestly, that's been working. So you know, I, I I understand why you say that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, let's go ahead into three up, three down this week. Uh, let's you go first. Three up. Uh, three up. I'm gonna say Jack Sawyer. Um, yeah. Not not gonna be as I don't think he's honestly maybe a top three pass rusher on our team. Um, but I think he's probably the best overall defensive end we may have as far as you know. Um, Better than JT. Yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm talking out my booty. He's not better than JT. <laughs> <laughs> he nice though, but he, uh, uh, boy Cole, but yeah, I can't, I can't JT, put up my own JT. I'm different. But uh, like I, I do think he's a he's a great overall defensive end as far as like he hold he he holds his block, like he holds his place. He can penetrate if you ask him to, or he can he can stack if you need him to. Um, you know, I I mean, if you watch the Rutgers game. And you just watch 33 for a little bit. It's literally nothing but stacking and shedding like like coaches tape. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I'm 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 really excited um, for him. Um, of course, Jordan Hancock. I started I started this thing off, and you know I, I gotta give him you know the biggest up. Um, he's, he's played everywhere and he's played well. Did get cooked on a double move, but no face, no case. They missed it. We move on. So, uh, you know, like all DBs be doing when the quarterback is this, no good. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so we good. Um, and then my next up um, is going to be Travion, man. I, yeah. I'm, I'm so happy for him. I, I only wish he, he was healthy all season because I really feel like he could have snuck into New York, you know, with the way he's playing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that's okay. It wasn't meant to be. Main thing is just trying to make him healthy for the game. And then the two the, the the two big ones after, hopefully, you know, God willing. Mm-hmm. So um yeah, those are my three ups. Yeah, for sure. Uh my three ups, <clears throat> you know, of course I'm gonna go Travion as well. And I feel like there's not a whole lot of ups to choose from this week. Yeah. But um, you know, Travion's gonna be up. And I'm gonna go with the young guys, the young guys in the secondary who had to step up and, mm-hmm. and play in place of Lathan and Josh. And once he went down. Those guys are – I'm glad they're getting some time early. And, you know, next year they're just going to slide into those starting roles. I think yeah. they'll just, you know, be rolling. So I'm glad they're getting that time now. And they're, they're looking good while they're doing it. Yeah. Um. So Travion is secondary. And, shoot, let's go to downs because I don't know. <laughs> yeah, let's go to well. – Let's go to downs because I don't know. Uh, shit. <laughs> like you got something cooked up for downs, bro. You can go ahead. Uh, I mean, I don't really – Um. you know, obviously Kyle – and it's – I just want him to be the quarterback that everybody knows he can be. Like, I think it's different if we threw this guy into a starting lineup and we we're like, we don't really know what you're going to do, but, you know, so whatever you do, we'll take. We threw him to the starting lineup at the Ohio State University for a reason. And anybody that has a starting spot at the Ohio State University is starting for a reason because you have the ability to play at the highest level mm-hmm. against the best competition. Mm-hmm. And when you're not playing like that, 
you start to you start to question like okay like, are you really are you really built for this yep no because it is is different from saint joseph's prep and, you know it's different from scout team you playing you playing big 10 football power five football it ain't it ain't no cakewalk and you know even i say all that to say that kyle can be the guy to perform against this top talent and we know he can just like ryan day sees it um brian hartline sees it and that's why he's he's the guy but it's like we need you to be more consistent mm-hmm. we know we know we need you to put we need you to put our beliefs on the field yeah yeah and you know it, it's just simple as that and um, as far as another, I really don't have another down, but I mean, I just, I just want Kyle to be that guy that we, that we recruited him for. Yeah. Um, as far as, um, downs, I mean, I don't want to pick on six, but you know, I, we t- look to who much is given much is expected. You know what I'm saying? You start yeah. back for Ohio state and, you know, unfortunately, you, he, he's for Ohio, he's an Ohio State quarterback. So that means he's playing, he's going to go out there. I'm sure, you know, two tugs, a, a pick, and, you know, some yardage in a what, 19 point win. I'm that, that in high school, that's a, that's a, that's a great weekend. But in college, you're going to hear people like us complaining about it. So <laughs> yeah. that, that's, just, that's just Ohio State football, bro. Welcome to yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, we, we expect a lot from him. These are the same fans who were crapping on CJ Stroud last year. Not me. I'll admit, I, I, I will, I've all been a CJ Stroud fan. Always CJ been. CJ that boy. I am always been. But um, you know, so like, you know, that that that's it. That that that's why, you know, we expect so much from them. Um, but yeah, and then as far as downs, um, this 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 not necessarily on just on him, but uh I would say just a, a Mecca right now. Um, you know. He got held back. The, the thought was that he was about 80 to 85 percent last week. So we held him out and, you know, he he, he came in this game. And um, with with the defense sitting so far back and, and focused on 18 and uh, with, with Kate Stover out the game, I really thought he would be a big focus um, in the game. Um, in all, all types of ways, you know, the utility ways they like to use them and, and him and Xavier Johnson. Um, I thought we'd see some more of that. So maybe some of that is 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 a little a little coaching as well. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think there are just different release valves that we can use to make life easier for Kyle. As if it needs to get any easier, but whatever. <laughs> like, you know, bubble bubbles or whatever, um, you know, I think we should do. And if 18 doesn't have a big game, I think two should be reaping the reward of that strictly off of the type of routes that he runs and what's available on the field. Right. Um, so um those are those are my two downs um mecca might have just caught a stray there for some things that weren't even his fault <laughs> but he's a wider six so, you know that happened, so. yeah that's how i go yep. that's how i go um so before we wrap up obviously got to give uh my flowers to cj stroud 470 yards five touchdowns no picks Not only that, got me a fantasy dub man shout out cj man yeah 41 points mm-hmm. and uh you know the the first I think the first what was I about to say? Um I can't remember. But broke the rookie record, bro- broke the rookie record 470 mm-hmm. yards in the game. You know, was previously held by Andrew Luck with 432. Well, no garbage time yards either. He needed every no, yard of them. Hey, leading the game winning drive with 46 seconds left as a rookie quarterback with not not really a true number one receiver on the team. Had three receivers over a hundred yards. 
and no, nah, this man was balling. And nah. he he and I saw a graphic. He has more career passing touchdowns than Kenny Pickett, and this is Kenny Pickett's second year. I mean, actually, you know, I'm I'm a lead, I'm I'm not gonna slander Steelers fans today, but I, I've been new by Kenny Pickett. Oh yeah, we we've been new. We've been new. Also, he has the best touchdown interception ratio since Tom Brady. Who? CJ. Oh, I thought you talking about Kenny Pickett. I said he nah, tripped. Heck up. no. Heck no. He man, got. You know what we do, man. Big CJ. You know what we do. Yeah, big believer. Big believer. So, uh, happy for him, and I'm happy to see how the rest of his rookie career goes. But this has been Walk on O Block. Like, subscribe, and we'll catch y'all seven. Well, we'll catch y'all next week. But Ohio State against Michigan State, seven thirty Saturday night. Be there, be square. So I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch the games and immediately go into watching the UFC fights. So let that be that. Appreciate you, Dave, co-host. Yes, tuning sir. Tuning me, tuning in to watch Ohio State football. Tell Josh to calm down. And um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, until next time, to all a good night and to all a good night or whatever they say. <laughs>